0: Good evening. Welcome. Today's date is November 24th. It is 2023 and exactly at 8.02 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is very um, unplanned. I did not plan to record today, but I am currently, well, just finished during my quiet time and still in the process um, because I have to do my Bible reading after. But I was, you know, taking time to reflect on God and yeah, like there was just a message that I feel like God showed me more of what that scripture means and how he does things that we're not aware of and how things are being worked out for our good, right? Without our acknowledgement of it until we see the big picture. Um, because the thing about God, right? He knows the start from the end and we only get fractions of those experiences. And based on our limited knowledge of what the whole picture looks like, It's hard to sometimes see what the artist, aka God, is doing in our lives. And so this is an amazing thought process that I felt like the Holy Spirit just um, gave me with the most basic example and I'm like oh my god I love this and it's so important that I wanted to share this with you all in case you know anyone maybe is going through something and or are having a hard time seeing what their current situation experience circumstances whatever you're currently facing it might be hard for you to see where you are in your moment and see what God is doing in the season that you're currently going through and so this message would be just an Encouragement and just to share with you, like something that was so simple yet so profound, that God shared with me just literally right now. And I'm like, I have to record this and share with you all. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here because Thanksgiving was yesterday. Happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving for those of you that do celebrate it. I hope that you had a great time with your families and just preparing for the holiday season. I love the season so much. You know, we have fall, we have Thanksgiving, then we have Christmas. It's just an amazing moment to be thankful, right? To reflect on your life, the people in your life, and just give thanks to God Almighty because there's so much to be thankful for there's so much that he has done in each and every one of our lives and if you can't find something big to give thanks for the fact that you're breathing the fact that you're listening to this right now is the best gift ever because there's literally a lot of people who aren't going to make it to the new year a lot of people who are not going to make it till tomorrow you know and that's somber but it's the truth And so we have so much to be thankful for because God is so good and he literally exceeds and excels abundantly more than we can think of every and anything that we hope and desire from him because God is a father to me. And that's just a quality that... I think God has been so intentional about showing me, you know, like me, for example, I didn't grow up with an earthly father. Um, My father passed away when I was a kid, so I didn't know my dad. But one thing I, I, I love about my relationship with God is that he has shown me what it means to be an earthly father. And so with God, for me, there's no lack, right? God literally knows who you are and what you need and what you're quote unquote lacking. And he fulfills that need because he doesn't want us to be empty, right? We have such an abundant God, he's he's our source, he's our resource. And so he comes to fill that need, he comes to fill that void. And so if you're maybe going through anything right now where you're feeling maybe lonely, you're feeling um, depressed, you're feeling sad, whatever emotions you're going through, right? Know that there is a solution in God. Know that there is an answer in God because God is literally our solution. And like back to what I was saying earlier with me not having a father, that was something growing up as a kid, you know, I I did desire that. I did say like some of my friends who, well, my friends that did have, you know, uh, dads and grew up in a two family household, I always desired that, you know, I always wanted to be daddy's little girl, for example. And so that was something that I wasn't aware of as a kid and how that impacted me. But growing up as an adult right now, God has showed me that this is something I wanted and needed. And he has literally exceeded my expectation of what a father is like, uh, God is literally my dad. Like I, I, Call him my dad. I treat him like my dad, and he treats me like his daughter, which I am. But to have that intimate relationship with a, a father like God, because the earthly father, right, are sinful in nature because they're humans. I'm I'm thinking of the scripture where. I'm just gonna paraphrase, right? The scripture in Matthew where it talks about, right? If an earthly father knows how to give good gifts, how much more with our will our heavenly Father? If you ask your earthly father for a bread, he's not going to give you a rock in return. If you ask your earthly father for a fish, he's not going to give you a snake in return. And so, earthly parents who are good parents, because I, I do know that there are some parents who are neglectful and you know abusive and not the best. But imagine a typical earthly father a mother who is a good parent by nature they always want to provide for their kids and be there for their kids and and you know do whatever they can to make their lives happy and easy and uh help in any way so that is how our natural parents like my mom she was amazing and my mom you know provided these basic necessities that I just listed and so our earthly parents they strive to be our provider and make sure we're secure and so forth, right? And those they, they do their best because they love us, they care for us, and they want the best for us. But guess what? If an earthly person who is flawed and sinful nature can do such great things, imagine what a perfect God can do. God is perfect. There's no flaw in Him. There's no sin in Him. And so whatever your parents are doing right now, if you if you're one of those people. Who grew up in a good family and you have great parents and you know how much your parents have sacrificed for you right imagine all the good that your parents have done if you have a good parent and now like multiply that times infinity <laughs> and that's what God is that's exactly who God is and that's exactly what he does right God excels and exceeds and if you haven't had a good parent lean on God because God is your parent and he wants to give you that experience to feel like daddy's little girl or daddy's little boy, for example, if you're a guy or just to have a good parent. And that's just a side note, right? Just to show how much God loves me, loves you, loves us and how much he is so intentional about just making sure that we're happy, we're good, we're fulfilled, we're purpose driven. He is just an amazing God. And that's just one of the things that I've been so thankful for him in my life and just, you know, growing up to be the woman that I am becoming and so forth. Um, but like I said, we're, we're in a season of Thanksgiving, of uh, joyous moments, you know, for those that don't have families, we want to be sensitive to them, you know, keep them in your prayers. And if you have like a friend or a coworker or anybody that you know who doesn't have family, now is the time to reach out to those people, right? To be that spiritual family for them, to be that support for them and just let them know that although they don't have their uh biological family you can stand in the gap for them right um yeah because when we when we become children of, of God we're all siblings you know I' don't know you guys like like in, in person but you guys are my family because we're all the body of Christ and we're all family uh, in Christ. And so it's really important that we just don't treat our biological family well, but we treat those around us who don't have physical family because that's what God did to us. He adopted us, right? Now we have a new sonship with God because he is our parent and he took us into his kingdom. He made us heirs of his inheritance. And so let's just open up and pray so I can get into it, but that's just a side note, just to, to reflect on the season that we're in. I hope you all again had a great Thanksgiving and just a happy holidays, right? to spend time with family and just to, to be intentional with the season, um, I remember I went to a church service what two weeks ago, and like um the message that we were we were uh, listening to was just being more intentional. no, this was oh my gosh wow, my dates are off because I definitely went to Thanksgiving service on Tuesday. (laughs) I was trying to think, I'm like, it wasn't that far back. But anyways, yeah. And the message was basically about, the pastor talked about being intentional this Thanksgiving season, right? We're not just gathering to eat and watch football and do all the things that we do as Americans. That's our tradition. But we're also called to be thankful, to reflect on our lives and the blessings that we have the privileges that we have right because i have people that listen to me from many different continents and countries and i live in the united states and we're so blessed right whether you live in a different continent or country or whatever there are blessings that each and every one of us are able to afford the fact that you're listening to this right now it's a blessing because that shows that you have access to um technology or internet or wi-fi or whatever and that itself is a blessing, right? I think sometimes as people, we we look at our lives as one di- dimensional. We might say, oh man, my life sucks for the season because you feel like you're missing or lacking something. Whether you're hoping for children if you're married, whether you're hoping for marriage if you're single, you're hoping for a job if you're, you know, jobless or health healing, um, uh, strength, whatever you're hoping and praying for, you might sometimes be so focused on that quote unquote negative thing that you forget to zoom out and look at how blessed and favored you are because we're so blessed and favored. I'm not even going to lie. I have, like, literally, I'm so blessed. I have so much things that I'm thankful to God for, but I do go through those seasons where. I can be so one track minded where I'm just like, oh my God, my life sucks, God. Like everything's going so bad because I'm so focused on the negative. I'm so focused on the things that aren't going my way that I forget how blessed I am. I forget how God has been abundant in my life. And this is just a reminder that let's look at the blessings, right? Let's be intentional this season as the sermon was talking about. Be intentional, be more reflective on what God has done as a retrospective, right? Look at the bigger picture, not just what you're lacking because with God, there's no lack. With God, there's only abundance. With God, there's only excess, right? Because God is an excessive God who exceeds our expectations, our wants, our needs, our desires, so forth. And so... Let's do that this season. Let's just not celebrate the holidays and and be mindless, but let's be mindful. Let's focus and let's really take time to think and say, wow, God, what have you done for me? Look at what you've done for me. Look at all the things that you've brought me through. And I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed because you are. You're fearfully, wonderfully made. You're highly favored. You are blessed because you're a child of God, period, right? And God has done so much things for me, for you, for all of us. Let's open up in prayers. (laughs) Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for this uh, amazing time we get to spend together. God, I'm just so honored. Like, side note, I just love when you um, allow me to record so unexpectedly, Lord. And I know that these moments are so blessed because you are in control, Father God. And this is a message that you impress on my heart to share with those that you know are going to need it at whatever moment or season that they're hearing this audio from. So, God, I thank you for calling us out of our daily schedule program because those are always the best interventions. Those are always the best interruption, God, because you align our path according to your perfect will. So, thank you, God, for everything that you're just so amazing. Uh, I was just, even as I was praying early, I was just, you know, thanking you for all the things that you've done. And to literally thank you, God, will take me years will take me books and books and books of series, writing out your thanks and your praises, God, because that is how much you've done for me, for my family, for my friends, for those that are listening to this, God. We are grateful, God. We say thank you, Jesus. We say thank you, Jesus. We say thank you, Jesus. (laughs) We say thank you, Jesus. But yeah, God, I just pray that you meet us in this moment, you be with us, and that the message may be blessed, and that you'll speak to those that are going to listen to this. Let their hearts be filled with your praise, your thanksgiving, your acknowledgement, God, and just to just rest and say a on you, God, and just know that you are good in everything, God. Even in the bad, you're good. You're working it all out for our good. Lord, I think of the story of Job, Lord. Although things look bad, but you were still in the midst of the chaos, and at the end, you may you gave him flowers for his ashes, Father God. So that is what you're doing in the season, and the year of 2024 to come, Lord God. We already know that you've went ahead of us and already made all things beautiful as you do, God. So we thank you, God. We love you so much, Daddy. You're just amazing. You're so sweet. You're so loving. You're so kind. Thank you, Father God. Use me as your vessel. Speak within me, Holy Spirit, and have your way and have your being. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen amen okay like i was saying this is basically gonna be story time okay so as i was um During my quiet time earlier, I, I mean, first of all, like I'm very emotional. That's one thing about me, right? I'm very emotional and I I love that because I get to be in tune with my emotions and just reflect on God. And I think being, for me being, I used to hate it because I'm like, I I am really sensitive also. So I I mean, there's good and bad to everything, right? (laughs) I used to hate it because my emotions made me so sensitive and easily offended and just more, um, more. I don't know, sensitive, right? Yeah, sensitive, as the word says, sensitive to things and even people's experience. Like I would literally hear someone telling me their story and I would start to cry with them because I was so affected and impacted. And those things are good because it allows me to be an empath and sympathetic, but then it's also good to guard your heart. But nevertheless, right, being sensitive has also made me get so closer and vulnerable to God because I'm open to him with my heart. I'm open to feel the goods, the bads, the, the confusing moments. And so as I was just reflecting on my prayer time, I literally was crying like a baby. So if my voice sounds scratchy or whatever, that's why, because I'm I'm a, a crybaby low-key. <laughs> and so... I was just taking time to reflect on God, just thanking him. Like, I had such a busy day today. So um, I spent Thanksgiving, and then today I actually went Black Friday shopping with one of my girlfriends. And so uh, I was just reflecting on the day. I'm like, God, thank you so much for we got there safely. We had a parking space. You know, I found a sweater I really loved, and just all the, the, the little things that God did for me today. And I was just so grateful for them. And those are things that, honestly, they sound so simple and basic, But to me, they're just like, ah, the biggest things, because it lets me know that God is not just concerned about the big picture. He is concerned about right now, your today. And he is the God in the details of the details. He wants to meet you where you are and literally do the simplest things to make you so happy. And that is what God has done for me. Like, Just even something like finding parking space in a busy day. That can brighten up my whole day and make me feel like, wow, God, you love me. I'm so favored. (laughs) You know, and he does. He does love us. And so I was just reflecting on my day and just all the things that God has done. And so I'm in my house, right, just like praying, praising God, listening to worship music. I'm crying. I'm just thanking God for today, for everything I can think of. And then the thing I started to think of was the journey it took me to come to this place that I'm currently living in. And so um, in the beginning of the year, I actually moved to a place that I've been wanting and longing for for quite some time, like almost two years, like after graduate, graduating college, you know, moving uh, to a different state and just doing a lot of different things like that. I wanted to eventually have my own place And so I was looking, I was looking, I was like, you know, trying to find a place to live and just didn't know where to live and all that. And the search continued. I kept looking, I would go to places, they'd be okay, but I didn't love it. And so I didn't give up that desire, but I was just like, all right, well, God, you know, maybe it's not a time. It's not the time yet for me to move and have my own place. And so a year goes by, right? Because the thing about God is that he works at his own time. His timing is not our timing. His ways are not our ways. And so something that we're hoping for might seem as though it's taking a long time but it is waiting for God's time, and God's timing is never long. It's never short. It's always on time, right? It might seem long because in, in our reality, we're constructed to time. We're constructed to months, minutes, seconds, whatever, but God is a timeless God. He's not in a construction of time. God stands out outside of time. And so like the scripture says, a, a thousand years is like a day unto the Lord, and yet a day to us is like a thousand years with the Lord. And so what that tells me is that time does not impact God. And so when he does something, he does it right on time, not delayed, not early, but at the moment that it was supposed to happen. Because God is a perfect God. He's like a, a, a master composer. He's orchestrating everything out at the right season. And so back to me looking for a place, years, a year go by. I'm just like, okay, God, I guess it's not time. Like, what's going on. And then another year goes by right now, two years, I'm still looking for a place. I I toured different places. I looked at different um, locations and nothing seemed to be that one. And I remember going to this place that I thought was the one. And I liked it. I was like, okay, God, I liked it. It had the features I was looking for. It had, you know, certain things I wanted in place. And I was like, hmm, okay, this is it. And so I go home, you know, about it. And I was like, I will got if That's not it. And let it not be it. And so the next day I woke up and the place was gone. Someone else already got it. So that confirmed that it wasn't it. And so anyways, I'm just kind of letting that go, right? That was, let's say, fast forward to two years, whenever that happened, right? Let's, let's go back to that moment. <laughs> and so within that, when I saw that place, I thought it was it, right? Like a week goes by, I'm actually at my sister's place now. I go to her house and we go to like a cafe. We're studying, we're doing work, whatever. And so I just felt like, okay, that day just felt special to me. I just felt like, okay, today I'm going to take time to look at different places and just explore what's out there. And so y'all, I kid you not, I went on my laptop, searched in something, right? The, the things that what I was looking for. And guess what? Something popped up that I never expected or the location, right? I never expected to be. I'm trying to be I'm sorry, I'm being a little vague. You might be like, well something you're talking about? We're location. Just because I don't wanna give like all the specific details of like, oh, this where I, I the city I stay or whatever. <laughs> so sorry for being a little vague if, if I do sound vague. But anyway, so when I searched up my laptop I saw this beautiful place and a location I never thought to ever live in because I, I mean I didn't know anybody living in this location. I, I just yeah, it just was not in my radar to be radar, to be honest with you all. But when I saw it on the computer, I just knew I was like this is the place. Like I just knew, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go tour it. This uh, it was a weekend, so I was like, I'm gonna go tour this weekday coming. I think it was a Saturday, and most places are closed to tour on Sundays. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go tour on that weekday, and I think. The weekend came. I think I went on on Tuesday or Monday. I think I went on a Monday. I was like that excited to go see it in person because I just knew. I was just like, this is like what I always envisioned. But I just didn't know where to find it. And it was so interesting because prior to me finding it that day, I searched and searched and searched. And I never saw that place ever. And so I know that was God because it didn't take me much. It It happened in like the blink of an eye as it felt. And so that is how God works, right? When we do things on our own season or according to our own timing, we labor in vain. Like the scripture says, when a builder builds without the Lord, I'm paraphrasing, they labor in vain. But when you add God to the equation, everything works so seamlessly, And so prior to me at, or prior to God being in the equation, because maybe it wasn't the right timing yet, I was searching, wearing myself out, looking for places, getting frustrated because I didn't see anything I liked. And I'm like, what's going on? And so at this moment when I decided to say, okay, God, you know what, let me surrender to you. It didn't take much. It didn't take any effort at all. And it was interesting because it was at a location I had never thought to look. And that is only the majestic power of God, because God will literally do something that is so unexpected, but so perfect. You won't think to call that person, but yet God puts in your heart to call them. And it just works out that you called them at the right moment. You won't think to apply to that career, but God tells you, go and apply here. And it just happened to be the best job ever, right? You maybe found your spouse there or you develop your career growth, whatever. God will tell you, go to this college or change your major or talk to this person, right? There's so many things that God has led us to do that we wouldn't think to do because, in our own limited mindset, we don't think that, 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 um, We don't think that that far ahead because honestly, we don't know like that far ahead. We don't, we're so limited to what we see in front of us. And when you trust in the Lord, you can trust that he knows the bigger picture and what he's going to do is going to align with the goal and promise and vision that he has orchestrated for your life, the purpose that he's created you for. And so God did did that, God picked that out because he knew what he needed me to do and he wanted me to do. And so I find this place that I didn't even think to look at because I didn't know about this area as much and so I go on tour on Monday and I toured a few places and when I came to the one I'm currently living in I like you just know you know that you know that you know I had that feeling it was such a peace it was such just just like a knowing, and I think for a side note, that's also how we can know how God speaks to us, right? There's going to be many ways God speaks to us as words, it's still small voice, other people circumstances, but sometimes God speaks to us in that deep knowing right what people call that gut feeling that's the holy spirit that that is speaking to you that is directing you, and when I walked in here, I just had peace, I just had this this presence of God confirming that this was what he had in store for me and y'all i tell you where i live is so beautiful and it's so and i don't even mean to brag or anything it's i'm humbled to say this because I wouldn't have chosen this place. I wouldn't have picked this place. I didn't know about this place. And when you let God do something, God will make it beautiful. He'll exceed your expectations. I I was dreaming for less, but God had more in store for me. And so the dreams that you have, God has more in store for you. God has more in store for you. There's nothing that you can think to outthink God. There's nothing you can do to outdo God. God has more in store for you. And so fast forward to me, you know, eventually moving in here, like that was all God because the way he, oh my God, it was, and, oh, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I just, oh, like I'm like getting chills because, whoa, when God works, it like, it, it just happens so effortlessly and it happens Fast, because some like I told you' all it took me two years to get into this place, but the day I found it, I moved in a week, like it was quick, it was quick, quick, and it was quick because it was god 's timing. When we wait on god 's timing, it's like everything just opens it's like it's such a seamless flow, and i I got so excited about that because it's like when god 's timing is here. You would know, you would know because seasons will come like they they never wasted time, you know, like uh, like think about like planting a tree, for example. I, this is just a segment, right? I heard I was um, watching a sermon or a video or something. I was told that um, an apple tree right apples are so common we have apples all the time in the united states and many other countries apples are like one of the most common fruits for us and so apple trees we see them so easily common but guess what i didn't know an apple tree took 10 years to actually produce an apple 10 years that is a long year like that's a that's a decade 10 years but yet when it produces it there's an epic flow of it right and that's exactly what happens in seasons that we go through it might seem long in years but when it happens it's like a sprout it's like a, a an overflow it just keeps coming and coming and coming and just going and so i bring this example up because that was exactly what happened to me two years waiting two years uh longing two years just questioning like okay so is this the right thing to do whatever but yet when it happened it happened so fast that i couldn't even tell you what happened because i was so confused and that is just how god works when when god is in the timing we don't have to. We'll, we'll be confused, honestly. You'll be like, "Wait, what just happened?" <laughs> and I think I'm still confused, right? Almost a year later, I'm just—I I still like reflect sometimes. I'm like, "God, what, how, where, when, why, what?" I'm so—it's confusing because God just baffles me. God amazes me because the things that He does—it's like—it's so fast, it's so expedient, and that is exactly what God is going to do, right? When a season of God, or when a season comes to an end and God comes in that season, you will be so confused at what happened, right? For those of you who are maybe desiring children, for example, because I, I don't know, I, I keep feeling like there's a lot of people who are waiting on children, couples that are barren, couples that are, are, are expecting of, of that. And if that's you, this is a message to let you know that do not do not um, get disheartened, right? Though it though it um, series, wait for it, right? It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass, and so when that time comes, God will exceed what you're hoping for. God will literally exceed if you're waiting for marriage, because I feel like also a lot of people are desiring and waiting for marriage, myself included. When that time comes, your spouse will meet you, and you guys will be married in such a quick season, right? I declare and prophesy that in you all's in you all's life, because I feel like that's what God is doing. God is literally exceeding things. God is making things work at such a rapid pace, and as He did with me my place, God will do that with you in your situation. If you're waiting on a job, the job will come so fast that you'll be like, wait, I just interviewed yesterday and I'm working the next day. How crazy is that? It seems crazy until it's not crazy anymore because that is how God works. God is is like, oh, like the, the mysteries of God, the things of God are such a mystery because we don't understand sometimes. We're like, wait, what just happened? You know, and Fast forward, okay, me, me like moving in here. I'm just like, I literally was reflecting. I'm like, what happened, God? That was so fast. Like everything just worked so fast because you were ready. And when God is ready, nobody can get in the way of that. Nobody can stop God because God will exceed and just do things at such a fast rate. And I know I keep repeating myself because I want y'all to understand how God works, how his power is so mighty. It's, there's no limit to the things of God you know? And so also another reflection that I was doing, I was literally looking at my place. And like I said, my place is so beautiful. And I mean this in the most humble way ever, because it's not my doing. It is not my doing. And when I even think of how it's decorated, it's it's like so perfect. You know, it's just so perfect. It came together so perfectly. But one thing I, I noticed was that, i had pieces in my house old and new i have some chairs i'm literally looking at them right now that i kid you guys not i went to the store i saw these chairs and they were perfect and i was like i love them so much and y'all i didn't have a place at that moment i mean i was you know i didn't have like my own place i had a place but (laughs) i didn't have my own place and i didn't know i was going to have my place or when i was going to have my own place but yet, I loved the chairs, and I just felt like the chairs would be just perfect. And I had a vision for what I wanted. And so, in faith, it, I don't even—I wasn't even acting in faith. Let's be honest. Actually, I kind of was, because because I knew I was hope. I knew that I was going to live in my own place, and so I was acting in faith, but it wasn't like intentional faith. Does that make sense? It's like you just have a hope that okay, this is gonna happen versus like i'm buying this as a seed to sow into what i'm expecting from god so i think that's the difference between like intentional faith and just acting in faith right And I hope that makes sense, right? For me, I would say acting in faith is like, okay, I hope to have my own place one day. I think these shirts would be great and they're going to go well in my space. Versus the other one, intentional faith is like, I I know I'm going to live in my place and I'm buying these shirts as a prophetic declaration and seed to show that my place is soon to come. I hope you guys understand the difference. But anyways... I don't think I was intentional, it was just more like, okay, I love these, I hope to live in my own place, okay, I'ma buy them, and I bought them, right, not having my own place at that moment, and I put them in, I had a storage unit at that time, so I bought these beautiful chairs, and I kept it in my storage unit, and so I'm looking at my other, like, dining table um, that I was, uh, I had when I was in my college apartment, I had an apartment in college, and my dining table was in my storage unit, but yet it's now my current um, house, and so, look, I, I bring these this this random things up. It's because, and also, oh my gosh, yeah, like I have this beautiful painting that I bought at the store. I just loved it. And I, have, I put it in my storage unit. It was like I was purchasing things that were so separate and random, but at the end, it completed the whole picture of where I'm currently living and everything worked out so perfect. And so let me just read the scripture, right? We're gonna read a scripture that this whole thing kind of encompasses, and it really focuses on Romans chapter 8 verses 28. And I'm going to read four different uh, translations just because they all have something a little different. I want to touch on. And so Romans chapter 8 verses 28, we're going to read from the NIV version. It says, And we know that in all things... God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I love this because it's telling us that God uses all things to work out for our good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so let's go to the next version so I don't like stay on one um, translation too long and I'll just summarize it at the end. And so the TPT, which is the Passion Translation, it reads, So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continuously woven together for good for we are his lovers we have been called to fulfill his design purpose. I love this version because it says every detail. Like I said earlier, God is not just the God of the big things, which he is, but he's also the God of the simple details, like giving me a parking spot that is a detail in my life, in my day, which can bring so much joy. And so God is concerned about the details also, not just looking at the bigger picture. He wants the little pieces to be so perfect, right? If God knows the numbers in our head, don't y'all think that God is so int he's so meticulous. I feel like God is just like a He's a perfectionist because He is perfect. Everything He does is perfect. And so that is the God that we serve. And so in the Amplified Version, which is the AMP. It reads, And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, because God is concerned about us. He loves us so much. He cares for the little things and the big things. He's concerned about us, not just a little bit, deeply. Um, who causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. And I love this because God's plans are greater than our plans. And so God will make sure that since he's deeply concerned about us, the great little details, the big details, whatever details are going to align with the plans and the will for us. And so the last version is going to be the NLT, which is a New Living Translation. It's kind of similar to the NIV, um, New International Version. It reads, And we know that God works, sorry, we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Wow. Okay. That was Romans chapter eight, verses 28. I love this, right? Such an amazing verse. And so I wanted—I kept thinking of this verse because like I said, with the random furnitures that I got, right, my dining table, this beautiful painting that I have on my wall, and these two beautiful chairs that I bought at all at random times, it's interesting because they all came together and they're working for my good. And so i talk about furniture to say how god synonymously does that in our lives right using the example of the furniture the chairs are random they were bought at a random time at a separate moment without even knowing how my house is going to be decorated, right? They were bought at its own time. It's like listing of the chair as one event. The painting is another event. It was bought at a different time, not knowing what the full picture of my house is going to look like. That is another random event. And the dining table, there's other things, right? I'm just listing three that um I can like see right now. My dining set was bought at a completely years ago, right? In college at a random different time. It's such a beautiful age Dining set that was bought at a different time, and when I bought it, I didn't think that it was going to be used in my current house right now. It was just a beautiful set I saw, and I was buying it for my college apartment. And yet, at a ran- random situation let's call that right it's a random occurrence in today's date of November 24, 2023. All of those three random pieces were put together and they seamlessly flow as though they were bought together. And so that is exactly how God works in our lives, right? We might experience situations that seem so separate and random, but they're all working together for the bigger picture of what God is doing, what his purpose and plans for our lives are. For example, right? Let's say that you, um, you got fired at your job, right? I don't, let me just use that example. You got fired at your job. And so that was one situation that does say that job is a cheer, right? That was one situation and one occurrence that you had. And so you getting fired from your job led to another thing, you being able to travel the world, right? Because now you don't have a job and you're free. So now the cause effect of your job was that it gave you time to travel the world. That's another occasion. That is the dining table, right? And then you traveling the world, you were able to meet an amazing friend. And so that is the picture. You having that experience is the picture. That's another random occurrence. But guess what? You end up marrying that friend and everything worked out. And now you can reflect and say, wow, if I had not gotten fired from my job, I would have not been married to this person that I met because you getting fired from your job was one situation that at the moment looked random, but when you put it together, it was all working for the good of you meeting your husband or you meeting your wife. Does that make sense, y'all? And that's exactly how God works in our lives. Things that we go through might seem so separate and random, but they're not separate because everything is literally like, it's like a puzzle. I think God works, oh my God, like God works in like because God is an artist that, you know, like he's a master, like when it talks about in, in the book, in the Bible, where it's like, God is like molding us, right? He's like a, a workman. He's he, like, we're his workmanship. Um, he like, he's the, he's the, um oh my God, the potter and he's molding us with clay. He's shaping us. He's changing us, right? He's he's forming us to become this masterpiece that he has in mind because of a painter or somebody who's an artist, they don't start a project without seeing the end. And that's exactly what God does. He's such an artist where if God wants to build a house, God already knows how he wants the house to look like at the end. God is the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. And the reason they call him that is because he knows the start from the end. And he's already went to the end. And now he's coming back to the start to finish it. And so everything in God, it is finished. Your marriage, it is finished. Your children, it is finished. Your career, it is finished. And I mean it is finished because when you put your hands and trust in God, it's already completed. Because God does not start something without already completing it. Right, God didn't start us without completing us. When he formed us, he knew us. And what that means is that he already made you with an end. He made you to be a game changer in the world. He made you to be a prophet amongst nations. He made you to be a great doctor, to be a great teacher, to be a great parent. To raise children who will change the world. God made you intentionally with an ending, right? When he started to make you, he already knew how you were going to be and how you're going to end up. And that is exactly how situations in our lives are already completed. They're working out for our good. They're not just random. They might feel random because, y'all, I know, like, when you're going through the seasons, you're like, this is so weird. Like, why did I just get a flat tire, But that flat tire maybe prevented you from an accident or whatever, you know. And and the thing about God is that since he's such a a big God, he knows the whole picture. We might experience a little fragment of that and we never know sometimes. Sometimes he'll reveal it to us, but sometimes we just don't know. And we just got to trust that God did this for a reason. There's purpose behind every single thing we experience. God is so intentional. He's so purposeful. He's not a God of random stuff. Like, God is not a random God. He's so intentional. So any and everything that goes on in your life right now, best believe it is working out for your good. It might not feel like it at the moment. It might not seem like it, right? I referenced Job earlier when I was praying. Job went through so many quote-unquote random experiences, right? Losing his family, losing his children, um, losing his business, his wealth, his health, losing his friends even. I mean, he didn't lose his friends, but you know, like if you read the story of Job, they were kind of um doubting him or whatever losing his status his reputation his 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 uh his his hierarchy whatever job lost so much and it felt random at the moment to him but at the end god worked it out for his good because he gave him double for his trouble right and god replenished all that and so Back to the example, right? Whatever we're going through right now, it might seem painful, right? Because not everyone goes through bad seasons. You might be in your good season. You might be in your season of 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 greatness, of happiness. And I'm happy for you guys. And I want I I know we're all gonna experience that because seasons come and go. And so no matter what season you're currently in, know that it is not a random occurrence. It is working out for your good. If you're at that job that you hate and you hate your coworkers, you hate your boss or whatever. You're there for a reason, right? If you're in that marriage that is maybe um, hard, or you have those kids you're raising, those kids that are um, overwhelming or whatever, or you know what, whatever the case might be, or you're hoping for marriage, you're hoping for health, you're praying for healing. That is not a random thing you're facing. It is very intentional. It's very purposeful. And at the end, you might see the big picture because I think God is is so interesting. I love God. Like he's so amazing. Where. He's going to let us know, okay, that wasn't on you, your suffering or whatever you experienced wasn't for evil. It wasn't because God is not an evil God. He doesn't do anything for our bad, right? It says in Jeremiah 29, he has plans to prosper and not to harm us, to give us a great hope and an expected end. And so the things that we go through are literally working out for the greater picture. God is a master artist. He, he sees the whole picture. He sees a full of And I think he breaks it up in puzzles. And one time, one moment at a time, we experience a piece of the puzzle. And that piece looks so confusing because we're only like, what is this one piece going to create? We don't know at the moment, right? <laughs> and so... We only have one piece of the puzzle, and it's hard to see the finished picture because we don't see the finished picture, so we have to have faith and trust in God that He knows what the finished picture is. And this piece of the puzzle, it is not random. It is going to add to complete to the greater picture and purpose that God has for each and every one of our lives. And so it's important that we trust God in the seasons. We trust God in the storms. We trust God in the trials. We trust God to know that He is working it out for our good. We might not know it at the moment. We might not feel like it because, y'all, I told you I'm really sensitive, so I'm really in tune with feelings and emotions. And feelings are deceptive. Feelings are deceiving, (laughs) you know? And so something might feel like whatever, but that's not the truth and reality of it because our feelings are only subjective to the seasons and things that we're experiencing at the moment. Our feelings come and go. They change. And so we need to trust that God is not... God is not not disordered. God is not disordered. He's too orderly. God is too meticulous. He's too structured. He's too organized to do things at random. And so it feels random to us because we don't know what he's doing, but it is not random. It is being used to create a beautiful picture. And at the end, you will see that picture. You'll be like, wow, God, thank you that I lost my job because I got to travel and I got to meet my husband. Or thank you that I got pregnant at, you know, I was a teenage mom or teenage father and I raised a, a great child that is going to change the world. Whatever your circumstances might be or seem random or seem like it's... It's just ruining your life or whatever the case might be know that it is for your good. God is working it out for your good. He'll use it for your glory. He'll use it for his glory because at the end of it, God is going to get the glory. God has created you to be in his His perfect will, to be in his greater plan. And so our situations, our stories are not random. We're writing a book with our stories, right? And that's the thing about even a book, for example, they have different chapters that seem random, but at the end, they come together to make a perfect story. Your chapter one is not going to look like your chapter 10. Your Chapter 10 is not going to look like your chapter five, for example. They're each going to be random occurrences, random chapters. But at the end, you're going to be like, wow, that was a beautiful book. That was a beautiful story. Although each chapter had its own differences, it all worked together to make such a great book. And that is what your life is. That is what God is doing in your life. And it will be a book of, of, of excellence, right? It's going to be a bestseller, New York's bestseller. <laughs> and so let's just trust in God and just keep believing and knowing that he is intentional, right? God shall never leave nor forsake us. And he knows what he's doing, y'all. He does. And yeah, that is it, everyone. Um, hope the story encourages you. Ooh, I didn't ex- expect it for it to go this long, but when God is in a midst, y'all, we just flowing, right? <laughs> But anyways, I'm so thankful for you guys also, right? I meant to say this earlier. It's just so grateful, just honored to have people listen to this. I, I'm always like, always so confused and humbled by it because God is just so good. He's using me, right? He's working in me um, for all our good, right? He's using this message, like I said, to teach me because everything I record is things that I'm also going through and it's things that I'm experiencing, And so God is also showing me that the seasons I'm experiencing is for my good. (laughs) Even when it doesn't feel like it, it's for my good. So I'm so honored for you guys to just be here to spend time with uh, me and God. And, you know, um, thank you again for listening, for supporting me. I'm just so grateful to you all. And I pray that God continues to be with you guys and continuously reveal what he's doing and that you trust in him, right? You have faith in him. You walk blindlessly knowing that God is the God that sees. You don't see what's going on, but God does. So you're not really walking blindly. You're walking dependent on God. You're holding his hand and he's leading you to the right direction because won't you trust? that he sees. Won't you trust in him? Because he knows the way. So let him lead. Let him lead. Let him take us there. Um yeah. Let's close that in prayers. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this uh, time. We're so grateful to be here, Lord God. We love you, God. We thank you. We praise you. and We honor you, God. Have your way, Father God. Have your way. We surrender, God, and we ask you to lead and be in control as you already are, Father God. You're already in control because you know all things, Father God. So be in control. Have your way, God. Take the driver's seats. And God, for those of us that are micromanagers, myself included, <laughs> help us to just trust in you, God, and to surrender in you um i love you we love you god thank you so much in jesus name we pray amen thank you all for being here again i love you guys and i hope that you all have a great rest of your day and happy holidays and we will talk later alligators bye